Hello everybody and welcome to the Shambles United podcast. This is your host Pranav Shahani. So I'm joined by two of the show's regulars in Satamitra Ghosh and uh, Yasha. And we are recording this on Sunday, the day that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer was finally relieved of his duties as Manchester United boss. Personally, I saw the writings on the wall way back when when we lost against Liverpool 5-0. I think that uh, no manager, unless his name is Sir Alex Ferguson, can come away from that humiliation at home. I mean, we saw that Fergie bounced back after losing 6-1 to Man City. But again, Ole is no Fergie and 5-0, I think, is going to be deflating not just for him, but for any manager in world football today. And I feel that the gulf between the top three in the Premier League compared to Ole was far too much for him to carry on. And I think no United fan would disagree that the timing, I mean, some would say that the timing of this could have been better, it could have been earlier, but I think no one will say that the board has made a right, wrong decision in sacking him. What they may argue is that, okay, the coaching staff could also be gone, but I feel that once a new manager has come through the door, that all that can change. But I think the important thing was that relieving Soldier of his duties is the first step towards, you know, building building better now. I think he's done a great job at whatever he's done so far, but I think he couldn't take the team any more further. And I think that he had reached the ceiling at United. So, Yash, I wanted to ask you that uh, what would you have done if you were the United board, say, after the Liverpool loss? Would you have started looking for a new manager again? Obviously, that time, Antonio Conte was working for the United job. But for some reason, United never even considered him as an option. And then, obviously, he's going to Spurs. So, what would you have done in the aftermath of the 5-0 defeat? Would you have told Ole that that his job is untenable or you would tell him that we give you some more time to, you know, get this right. Or you would do both and you would also, in the in the background, you know, discuss who's going to be a possible replacement. Is it going to be Conte? Can we get Zidane? Can we get someone who no one's even talking about? So what would you have done if you were in charge of decisions at United? Yeah, so I would have, like, just sacked him immediately after the Liverpool game. Now... And honestly speaking, it wouldn't have been just because of the Liverpool game. Like the writing has been on the wall, like you said, for a lot of weeks now. Like ever since the start of the season, the performances have been very underwhelming, and also uh, it makes it kind of worse just because of the uh, kind of squad we have got. So yeah, I wouldn't have backed him in any sense of imagination. I would have just, uh, you know, just sacked him. And prior to the weeks before the Liverpool game, I would have already started. Uh, you know, looking for potential replacements just because, I mean, you, the way we were playing and the way Liverpool were playing, there was no way we were winning that game or even like losing that game by a small margin. So, yeah, I would have done, like, just started talking to managers before the game and just cut him off after the game and bought a new one and probably Conte that because that was, he was like the best candidate available at the time. Absolutely. And do you think that if it wouldn't be a 4-1 against Watford, if it would have been maybe a 1-0 or a 2-1 or maybe even a draw, that this wouldn't have happened, that United would still stick with Ole and still, you know, run the same old bullshit that they have and briefing the press saying that, you know, we believe in the manager, we are giving him one game, two games. Or do you think that any any loss against any team would have been it for his career at United, obviously? Yeah, 
Um, no, so I, 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 I feel that uh, if it would have been a draw against Watford, they would have had some thoughts of like just carrying on with him. But uh, any, even if it, even if, if it would have been just like a one nil loss, it would have been like the. I, I personally think they would have just got rid of him just because of the backlash that the backlash from the fans. And uh, as far as like if it were like something like Arsenal or Chelsea or some of the better teams currently, um, I personally think that it, they would just have given him more time. So. Assuming that it would have been Villarreal before Watford, they would have wouldn't have got rid of him uh, after if we would have lost against Villarreal and the Watford game was after Villarreal. Absolutely, and Charles, let me get you in that uh, uh, you know this is this might be an unpopular opinion, but I feel that Ole has done m- more right things than wrong compared to all the other managers after Fergie, and he's left the squad in a really good good place. That not this season, obviously, but maybe next season with the permanent managers, they can challenge for the league. So, will you agree with my assessment that so far he's done a good job? Obviously, this season has been really bad. But if you look at before this season, whatever he's done, the sort of players he's got in, how they've adapted to the squad. Obviously, you can say Van der Beek is an exception, but most of his signings have really kicked on and gone to the next level. And this season, things have stagnated a bit. But I feel overall, for the next manager, he's really built a good, good squad. I think the dressing room is pretty happy. I will. I still have my doubts about the backroom stuff, but the new manager will obviously come in with his own set of coaches. So, what, what, what do you think about job he's done and the sort of environment he's left at the club after he sacked? Because we saw that when Jose left, it was a pretty toxic atmosphere. With Van Hal, half the players didn't know what they were doing, and I think under Moyes, he never really got the chance to impart his philosophy on the side. I think ten months is really too short for any manager to you know get his act together at any club, and he at least deserved one season and. Deserve to be back in the transfer window, and Ole has been given all that. He's taken the squad as far as he could. So, what have you generally made of his entire stint at United? Right, Pranav, I completely agree with your assessment and your point of view, because uh, apart from any other, say, manager who's been there with the squad, Ole has actually built in, uh, has brought in a sense of pride with which United used to, you know, operate. And this squad that he has assembled is definitely one to be, you know, one of a lot of uh, people's envies across, say, Europe as well as England. It's generally, United is one of the biggest clubs in the world, definitely. But the kind of squads and signings which have come in at due un, under his tutelage is much different from what we were signing under, say, maybe LVG or... Uh, Moyes, our signings were haywire, they lacked uh, vision, it was scattered all across the place. In fact, actually, Ole has done what he was capable of. He he was not uh, you know, the right manager to begin with. If you wanted to sustain him and you know go on to win big trophies or big tournaments with this squad that he's assembled, because there was a lack of tactical nuance, which is very much evident from what has happened since Ronaldo has come in. I'm not blaming Ronaldo. Ronaldo is a great player, but the kind of vision that we have lacked from not building on from how Bruno had come into the picture, how we had signed a player that we had been, you know, scouring for for so long. That uh, that is a, you know, one of Europe's best attacking prospects since Jadon Sancho. 
and he did prove uh, to a lot of us yesterday uh, sorry not yesterday day before yesterday uh, when he was he played against watford how how influential he can be and how good he can be with his deliveries into the box now we although we we signed ronaldo which was due to an emotional addict we should have definitely gone in for a you know a dm our squad and our sense of play screams out for a dm in the midfield we did not do that and ole was foolish in just keeping on yapping the same things or you know reverberating whatever uh the board or the glaze like or our owners were actually you know telling us or giving us and telling mentioning that we didn't have the funds we have the funds we could have gone in for another dm but he didn't and that is what has been his downfall this season we built a squad which was shaping up to be something and then suddenly we panic bought ronaldo for sentimental values and then everything changed and because the backroom staff and ole lacked the ta- tactical nuance to actually make things happen or else balance uh, uh, balance the say squad with whatever they had at their you know uh, say beckoning they did not you know we we couldn't see the you know tricky reds being tricky anymore rather than being just the epl laughing stock across the board and do you think that it was just down to the down to a dm because i always felt that ole came in as an interim manager when uh, the dressing room was toxic like i mentioned and then he got he got the right results and i mean you could make an argument either way that whether he deserved the job or not but i felt that always he wasn't perfect tactically and he's always been carried by individuals but as as you can see what's happened this season that it can only go so far so do you think that absolutely a, do you think a dm coming in would have changed that do you think that the results would have been better if no, not only that dm yeah go ahead see it would have been much much better if he had a dm or a person who could actually transition the say shield our defenders to some to a certain extent because whatever uh, levels of defending that we had been you know showcasing in our away matches especially since say last year there were no way to be found we 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 have the poorest defensive record i suppose in the top top half of the league uh, it's utterly shambolic shaw has regressed maguire has been a joke and uh, say van bissaka uh, you know he has this susceptibility of moving out of position position and no one has been able to coach them out no one in the back staff also has the tactical no one to actually coach this out see when we lost 5-0 to liverpool we should have actually like even if the board had not sacked ole we should have actually gone on to act, get someone to actually work on the defensive solidity of that entire you know structure that we were building up now for someone who is actually transitioning the ball ahead last match if you see donny was making those crunching tackles which was much 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 needed we needed a ball carrier although no one was carrying up the ball that much we we lack we had that intensity in the second half at watford and van de beek was you know being the link in between the defense and the midfield and the attack we needed someone like that since day one if we had to make anything of say the our attacking prospects flower or else, you know play the hero ball that we do 
we needed someone to do the dirty work or you know pull the strings a little bit from behind rather than what bruno is being compelled to do at the moment say if tony van der beek is not playing or say if you don't have uh, say pogba you know performing to his standards which he was doing before uh, say this season you know transpired or maybe at this beginning of the season as well yeah exactly and uh, yash you know coming back to you now uh, you've seen the squad you've seen the strengths and the weaknesses in the squad who do you think the ideal manager for the job is because now sky sports today said that is between pochettino and ten hag you're seeing links to zidane you're seeing links to rogers you're seeing the odd links to people like uh, i mean who who is that guy sevilla lopetegui so what do you make of the situation is it is it the same old united where uh, they've not decided what sort of manager they want what sort of playing style they want and they're just going for someone who can, who they can get easily or do you think that the fact that they're going for an interim means that they have someone lined up in the summer and the interim is probably not going to be an appointment that excites the fans but it's going to make sense because he will step down at the end of the season and then we might have the elite manager that all united fans are looking forward to um so i think that the board does not have like any plans in place i don't really think they plan to sack solskjaer uh like before the watford game i genuinely don't think so and um, i don't really think that even before the liverpool game they were like talking to people so it makes no sense for them to if for us to think that they were talking to people after the liverpool game um as far as the idle manager is concerned well i mean we like these rumors have been shot down multiple times but zidane would be a good candidate just because we saw what he can do with a good squad at real madrid uh, and he's already walking into a team with a huge amount of talent in there on the only thing that is missing right now is like a good de- defensive midfielder which i think he'll just bring one in um apart from that the second choice i would probably go for pochettino and uh, just because like i'm not really sure whether ten hag would suit well in the premier league but pochettino has proven to be working in the premier league so yeah and as far as the interim is concerned well again the thing is that there are no viable candidates lined up right now which is why for god knows what reason we have carrick and fletcher taking over the team for the next couple of game weeks but if we find a suitable interim and um or even a permanent manager in the next few weeks that could really you know uh like turn our season around in a way i mean i think that uh, carrick and fletcher are just there because there's nobody else at the club to take over so you can't sack someone and then hire someone the next day and just expect them to take over a game in two days so i think maybe for a game or maybe exactly we not spurs yeah, exactly i mean spurs also did it they had they had a good week they they had that time and i'm surprised that united just wasted the international break doing nothing you know ole went went to holiday on norway when he should have actually been spending time with the people who want an international duty so i mean that's okay he he deserves a break too but then he comes back from international break and they sack him that's really not a wise decision so he thinks that you know zidane or maybe pochettino would be the right options what do you think shorts who do you think that united can realistically sign and someone who will take united to the level where they can challenge i mean not even challenge just win the league maybe and challenge to win the champions league as well right so uh, 
personally, if you ask me, I would love to see Ralph Ragnick come come to United, and this is completely a fairy tale and a fantasy which I know our board is incapable of fulfilling uh, or doesn't have the wits to fulfill as well. But um, moving on ahead, right now I think uh, Carrick and uh, Fletcher are going to be the interim managers until the end of the season, uh, till we appoint a proper coach. Uh, the new bounce of you know new coaching, uh, the new coaching you know hiring which is going on that will obviously kick in. That has always happened with United, and then the you know struggle comes into the picture, but. <clears throat> Moving on, uh, Lopetegui would be actually, if the rumors are true, Lopetegui will be a good signing. I wouldn't personally be really, really stoked about it, but um, I would back Ten Hag to come in if possible because Ajax has been really uh, you know, impressive in all of their outings in, in uh, Eredivisie as well as in uh, the Champions League. So and plus they play the four four two formation. He plays four four two deploys the four four two formation. Uh, beyond that, Zidane is also a good alternative. He manages uh, egos really well, and the work that he did for Real Madrid, uh, although they lost out to Atletico on the last day of uh, La Liga last season, but he did a remarkable remarkable job winning the league and then. Putting up a sustained challenge with that squad, with that aging Real Madrid squad, that was really good to see. Uh, I'm not still not sure how he'll you know turn out because EPL is a different beast altogether. Same goes for Ten Hag. Uh, I wouldn't want Brendan Rodgers to come in though. It would be uh, again a shambolic decision. He may have a good run, but again he's he he is not uh, someone to actually. Stick to for a foreseeable future. Absolutely, and you were speaking about Lopetegui. I just wanted to tell you that you know he's definitely a good tactician. He his pain side played some really good football, but then you saw that the moment the pressure was on at a club like Real Madrid, he crumbled. And even at Sevilla, like exactly. they started they started the season pretty well. But I mean, I think for United, they need a manager who's got. A good amount of experience in the Champions League, good good amount of experience of either competing or winning, you know, trophies and managing those egos, like you said, like someone like Zidane. So I feel the likes of Rogers and Lopetegui, while they might have their, I mean, they ha- might have their pros. I think that for United, United don't need that kind of manager. Maybe after Jose, they did need that kind of manager, but I feel now they need someone with that sort of winning mentality who can just take all these players to the next level. And I feel that. Personally, I feel that Lopetegui and Rogers shouldn't be even considered, not even in the short term. I feel someone like Ralph Ragnick, maybe until the end of the season, can work out. But if it's going to be Carrick or Fletcher until the end of the season, I don't see the point of even watching football this season because there's no point. They've they are basically they are basically the same thing like what Ole is. I mean, he's just being made the scapegoat for their lack of you know tactical brilliance because like uh, Carrick's also not. An experienced coach, neither is Kieran McKenna. Obviously, Mike Phelan is, but he's also come from that era where you've played a different brand of football. And United needs someone who's adapted to the game, who can really take this team to that next level. And I don't see anyone in the coaching staff who's good enough to do that. So, 
do you really think mm-hmm. how long do you think that Carrick and Fletcher will be in charge? Do you think it's going to be only for a game, or do you see them here for at least a month? Like, what do you? How do you see this going? Till till the Chelsea game, if we lose here around by two three goals, we are definitely losing to Villarreal as well. So, uh, post that, we might see someone coming. So, Yash, do you think that? Uh, what do you think? How do you think the Villarreal game is going to go? Because I feel that whenever United sack a manager, there's just some sort of reaction among the players, regardless of who the coach is. You saw that even. I mean, although after Jose, it was against Cardiff, but you saw a different sort of reaction. And I don't think Ole's tactics were to blame for that. I just felt that the squad were happier that he's gone. Obviously. Ole wasn't as hated as Jose was, but there were things coming out from the dressing room that the players do not rate his tactical uh, news, which I think most United fans would agree with because he clearly seemed out of his depth since the start of the season. So, how do you see the Villarreal game going? Do you see the players playing with some new found freedom, or do you still see the same old things happening? Do you still see Fred and McTominay playing in midfield? Do you still see the Boring build-up play. Do you still see United hiking the ball up to Ronaldo? How do you see that game going? Um, honestly, I don't really know what to expect. Now, previously, after Jose was sacked and we like went on a brilliant run under Ole, um, there was like Ole just bought that like freshness into the squad. But um, I'm not really sure because tactically speaking, Ole himself has admitted that he doesn't really do the coaching or the tactics much. He's just like man manager kind of a thing, but and all the coaching was basically done by McKenna, Carrick, Fletcher, uh, and Mike Phelan. So coaching wise, I don't like basically nothing has changed. So I'm not really sure if anything's going to change in the next two games. But maybe the players will just be there with like a newfound motivation to you know turn the season around now that now that there's change and like play with a little more freedom. I see. It turning out as a draw, to be honest. I honestly also see Fred and McTominay starting, just because. I mean, we need to avoid losing, and when we need to avoid losing, and just hit them on the break. Fred and McTominay are players that are always called upon. So yeah, I don't really think there's going to be much of a tactical change uh, for the Villarreal game. And if I was to ask you on a short-term basis, do you think that? Zidane can be convinced, maybe only for until the end of the season. Or do you think that Zidane's someone that United shouldn't even be looking at, and they should go for someone like Ralf Ragnick, or some of the managers who are known to do well in the short term but not so well in the long term? I mean, if you can convince Zidane to join, I don't really see the point in just hiring him short term. I would just hire him long term. Short term, Ragnick makes sense. um uh because like he's clearly a much better tactician than all of the people at united combined but and also like it's like a very dream scenario which might not happen at all but it could be something like we could just hire uh ragnick for the short term till the end of the season then bring like a proven winner in and maybe like we can keep dreaming but then transition uh ragnick to uh more of a dof role so i mean it's All dreams, but well, I mean, yeah, this would be the perfect scenario. Uh, we are talking about theater of dreams, after all, right? 
And Shorts, what do you think uh, Ole Sacking is going to do to the futures of some of the players? Do you think a new manager might convince Pogba to stay? Do you think that Ronaldo might be happier that he's gone now? What about the likes of De Gea, Varane, all players who, you know, have been doing well, but in some way or the other, they've been let down by Ole's tactical brilliance. I mean, lack of tactical brilliance. So, do you think that now they will uh, play differently? Do you think that they will be more committed? Do you think that they weren't playing at their fullest? Not just these players. I'm talking about like some Maguire, Shaw, even Rashford. All of them have not really been that well. And surprisingly, Van der Beek, whenever he's given a chance, even though he seems to hate Ole the most, has done extremely well. So, how do you see that impacting these sort of players who've been always in the headlines, either for the right reasons or for the wrong ones? So uh, if Zidane comes into the picture, I I don't I see everyone being happy. Pogba, you know, being retained. Lingard obviously will be going off. Um, uh, Varane as well as uh, Ronaldo being really really stoked with him being there. Uh, see, I'm not sure how things will turn out. Uh, no one can see this because. What our board does is <laughs> up to huge odds against, say, uh, even like it, it's worse than even Pandora's box. They can do whatever, like they can, you know, uh, do a 180 or 360 or anything like this. They can surprise us. Uh, although, whatever happens for the next manager who will be coming in, the first thing would be to drill in a lot of uh, off-the-ball movement, work on the compactness with the, you know, staff, work on the tactics that which are being used, deploy Van de Beek more because what we saw him do in the pivot yesterday was amazing. Day before yesterday was amazing and he is capable of playing there. Uh, additionally, there is the Pogba contract uh, which, which is there. They will have a great, you know, a, a, a lot of players for this season at least because this Cavani, Mata, who won't be there next season per se. But later on, they once those players go out, they will have a lot of contracts, have no space to actually fill in. The new players can be brought in. Uh, obviously, United have the means of getting in better players. Additionally, they will have to work uh, work out the captaincy issue because Maguire is not captaincy material. He's not been handed the captaincy for England and I don't think his con conduct has been captaincy uh, you know, captaincy material like since last season. There were rumblings last season. Now it is full-on evident that he's not captaincy material. Uh, giving it to Bruno would make a lot of sense. Uh, the other thing that they need to sort out is definitely the goalkeeping conundrum that we have. He has been doing really well, but Henderson is the future. We should look at that. Martial needs Martial uh, dilemma needs to finally be put to you know put to the bed. Uh, he has a lot of issues with his work rate. We know that, but if you have someone like him with the potential that he has, what do you do with him? Do you let him go or do you keep him on the books like? Phil Jones and uh, hope that he fulfills your ballot your clause. So that also needs to be sorted out. Our academy is doing well. 
breeding new players in will again be one of the agendas for our manager whoever he is and uh, yes if ralph tragnik comes into into the picture and you know we can put him into technical role we can see a lot of modern footballing tactics coming to the picture because he is the father of gigin pressing so let's see and hope that he he is associated with us in some way but do you think that uh, you know if united uh, sack maguire as the captain will that uh, affect the balance mm-hmm. of the dressing room because he's certainly a popular figure among the dressing room and even though he's joined so recently i think he's one over the respect of a number of players in the team so do you think that could you know even unsettle the player and also affect the balance of the dressing room uh i don't think so maguire has maguire has been stripped of england captaincy and england have like english players have been having a good time with harry kane as captain um uh, having bruno there bruno always wags fingers and expects better of everyone so definitely i think if bruno is made the captain no one will complain or maybe even ronaldo being the captain no one will complain about that as well absolutely yes what would you do with the captaincy situation would you let maguire continue or do you want the new manager to change things around no absolutely not like i wouldn't let maguire continue like um, i'm just waiting for the new manager to come in and realize that he's not the right captain for the club uh, it should probably go to someone like bruno or ronaldo or de gea but um, he like maguire it's proven time and again that he's not really captain material we uh, just to have like more proof in the pudding for bruno he's been carrying our team basically for the last one and a half two seasons and uh, uh, even yesterday when the fans were booing ole he was the one who was like staking it on himself and the players and it it shows like he's ready to confront the fans he's ready to take it up while maguire just seems to be like a hidden figure he doesn't really come off as much of a leader to me um as far as like the balance in the dressing room being affected i don't really think so if you give it to someone like bruno or ronaldo I mean just because they are like i i said they are more popular figures in the dressing room than uh, maguire um so yeah i mean that needs to change because it kind of like permeates the home the leadership thing permeates to the whole team and having someone like bruno or ronaldo with who have a proven winning mentality would just raise the spirits of the squad too much so absolutely and just lastly i wanted to ask you that now that ole is sacked do you see united finishing in the top 4 this season well that all depends on what kind of interim manager we get and when because if we let this slide on for too long i don't really think i mean i'd love to be proven wrong but i don't really think this squad is going anywhere under carrick and fletcher so um i don't really think we'll finish top 4 if we take too long to find an interim manager but if we find someone good enough to get us top 4 in the next few weeks uh i think it's uh, within our reach to do so just because of the squad we have and we could go on a pretty good run uh with the squad and shows what do you think now obviously i think the top 3 everyone will agree is fixed and with spurs getting antonio conte it's going to be a challenge finishing ahead of them and also how well west ham are playing under moyes so do you see united finishing top 4 or are you not convinced like how yash is don't forget arsenal as well 
I don't I consider Arsenal as a big bad. club, mate. <laughs> <laughs> people are just people but, are just um, getting fooled by Arteta. When when he finishes ninth <laughs> or tenth again at the end of the season, you'll you'll realize what I'm saying. Let's see, let's see. Okay, let's hope you're proven correct. Okay, so um, in terms of United, if there are certain uh, tactical changes that Carrick or uh Fletcher brings into the picture because i suppose soldier uh, i read it somewhere i'm not sure about the source but i read it somewhere that soldier uh, wanted more and more uh, you know swiss knives in his central midfield rather than uh, people who were specialized in their roles like a cdm or you know person who's a cm or a uh, cam things like these so if we have uh, say although fletcher and carrick were of the opposite opinion for this so if we can change that structurally for our midfield and get our defense a little more compact uh, not even the defense maybe the entire team a little more compact in their shape maybe uh, we can hope for fourth i still believe we we can finish fourth that sounds good guys and it was a lovely podcast i'm glad that united are finally done with the ole chapter and hopefully that the next time we do this podcast an interim manager is announced now we've discussed all the names that we possibly can hopefully it's going to be one of them knowing united they just might go for someone left field and that might either be a kick in the foot or that might just turn out to be a masterstroke so we'll have to wait and watch But I think shout out to Steve Bruce, shout out Steve Bruce, man, Steve Bruce, Roy Keane. I'm seeing a lot of names being thrown in. I think every manager who's available right now is being linked to United. So <laughs> let's hope yeah. that the club make a good uh, choice. And uh, I think yeah, United fans, I think are going to be finally happy. Hopefully, United finish in the top four and then get that kind of manager who's got Champions League experience. And I think that's that's something that all United fans will be hoping for. But again, thank you guys for joining me. It's been a great podcast, and thanks to everyone for tuning in. I'm sure wherever you're listening, you're happy. You're also sad in a way for Oleg and Asoja, but you you can realize that he's done his best, and I think what's best for him now is for him to move on and for the club to move on. So let's let's wait and watch what happens. And that's all I can say about say about it right now. Thank you all. See you later. <laughs>